Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Scott Benjamin. And I'm Ben Bolin. Ben, 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 Ben. We've got a topic today that uh, I think is going to uh, be a little bit uh, divisive among listeners. Yes, for sure, because uh, your old friends are back, Scott. You're one of your favorite podcast topics. Yeah. Hybrid cars. Yeah, and uh, it's not just about hybrid cars and how they work and all that. And, you know, maybe like, uh, you know, are they worth the extra money initially or whatever? Mm -hmm. Uh, This is a a question of the day that we had on our website. Uh, So there's an article that mirrors this on our, on our site. Um, and the title is, are hybrid cars slower than regular cars? Now, regular cars, that's a term we're going to use from now on through the rest of the podcast. Regular cars. I typically don't like to say regular for something because that indicates that there's a the standard, but up until very recently, there kind of was a standard in that every car had uh, an internal combustion-powered engine, and yeah. an, an ICE engine, and or ICE, um, and we'll call that regular, you know, whether it was a diesel, whether it was a gasoline, whatever, that that's going to be our term for just kind of a standard car that has one source of power. Our catch-all for any ICE. That's right. And I think that makes sense because, as you said, until very recently, that was the standard. Uh, things that came before or things that were ex- tried experimentally, such as turbine uh, cars, or I guess there were even gas turbines oh, at that point. There's been everything. There's been yeah. wood-burning cars. Solar power. Solar power. There's, uh, you know, there's steam-powered cars, of course. A long mm-hmm. time ago, we had steam-powered cars. Still do in some yeah. cases. The Flintstones tried that uh <laughs> Foot power car, <laughs> yeah, that's right. The uh, the foot power car. That's In, right. uh, I think that's history's most accurate cartoon. Right? I think I think you're right. And um, man, there's I mean, of course, we've had electrics back, you know, way back when, even hybrids. But sure, first, um, uh, first car I believe was electric, correct? Ah, uh, well, well, first car, well, yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> um, all right, but anyways, we're, today we're going to be talking about any car that has at least two methods, two sources of power. 
Yes. Um, whether that's an ICE, an electric motor, or if it's um, a fuel cell in addition to that, mm-hmm. um, or if it's like a natural gas-powered vehicle. Um, you know, there's we have, you know, as long as there's there's two sources of power, that's what we're talking about as far as regular, or I'm sorry, as, as far as hybrid cars go. And uh, I don't know, I, I feel like this comes down to one question. What's that? Is is are you compromising performance to get that hybrid for like uh, you know an eco friendly uh-huh. attitude or, or eco friendly efficiency? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. If for efficiency, so you know you want to save some money at the fuel pump, mm-hmm. are you compromising performance for that? And mm-hmm. that's really what this question comes down to. I mean, when we talk about faster and slower, I don't, I don't see this as like a top speed thing. Right. I see this as more of a uh, like a quickness, like. Um, you know, merging power or, um, you know, being able to uh, accelerate off the line okay. at, at, um, you know, at a stoplight in, in the city. So acceleration rate. I, uh, I think so. I mean, I think that's cool. Maybe top end also in some cases, but mm, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm sure if we have some impressive top ends, let's talk about those. Scott, I want to thank you for making that point about hybrid cars. Uh, although the vast majority of people will uh, think of an electric motor working with a gasoline-powered engine when they think of a hybrid car, the truth of the matter is, the, you know, not to dither over it, but the truth of the matter is that any uh, any vehicle with more than one source of power, two sources of power, yeah, and, really is a hybrid. And honestly, you're going to find that in most cases, I don't think this ever happens. You know, there may be a few examples out there now because they're starting to do some, uh, there's a lot of, um, mixing of this going on, but mm-hmm. um, what I typically think of is that at one point there's going to be an electric motor driving this thing, usually at startup. Yeah, and uh, which up is to a certain threshold. Isn't terribly bad because you know there's uh, there's instant torque. You know you've got it available all of it immediately mm-hmm. the second you push the gas pedal, um, and then one will take over. So the electric motor shuts off, the gas motor begins its operation at that point. You know at higher speeds. Right. That's typically what we see. So. Um, you know, I know there. I think that there are some examples now where they work in uh, in combination with one another. In conjunction. Another. Yeah, exactly. At the same time, but um, basically, that's what we're talking about. So, are you mm-hmm. giving something up by having these electric motors power a car initially, like right off the line? Mm, okay, okay. That's a uh, that's a great question, and the answer, as we are going to see, can change a little bit depending on the vehicle and the time. Uh, now, the some of the very first hybrids were openly advertised as as kind of a compromise is one of the things that they mentioned. Sure. That, uh, you know, sure, this vehicle is not going to win a race down a straightaway, but it will save you money and it will be better for the environment. As we mentioned previously, those are typically the two primary concerns of hybrid buyers. Yeah, and you're going to, I mean, probably initially you're going to think of cars like the, the Toyota Prius or right. the, uh, the Honda Insight, mm-hmm. things like that. That's the type of car that we're going to initially think of when you think of a hybrid car, right? Sure. Well, this question, this uh, are hybrid cars slower than regular cars, that that has so changed, I mean, since, uh, you know, even five, six years ago. Yeah. Because now, I mean, we're going to find out later that there's some manufacturers that are putting out some incredible hybrid cars, mm-hmm. cars that have amazing zero to 60 acceleration, cars that have incredible top ends, uh, supercars, really. Yes. And I'm uh, I'm glad that you mentioned that because uh, here's something that we thought was neat from the article, uh, that the reason hybrid vehicles have become such a 
buzz topic and a go-to model for the auto industry right now. Uh, everybody, everybody is trying these. Every auto manufacturer is thinking, um, do we have a hybrid gap? We need a hybrid version. Well, of a, lot, a lot of it has to do with mileage and cafe mm. standards and having to be able to uh, to say that they've got an efficient fleet of vehicles. Right. Now, as we know in our earlier uh, podcast on this, we have talked about the gigantic change, uh, the looming change with the cafe standards. Sure. And this does provide an incentive for hybrids, but an incentive for the manufacturer to build them as we know, does not always translate to an incentive for the customer to buy one. Yeah, the customers, they, they're, they're a little fickle yeah. in that, uh, you know, some people really are on board with this. In fact, they want more of this or they want an mm-hmm. all-electric car, which is, you know, to the extreme of this, right? Yes. Now, um, I think there are a lot of reasons why people may not want to make the shift over to, uh, to a hybrid vehicle if they're driving a, a what we'll call regular car. Yes. Um, at this point, and I've got a, a short list of things that uh, that I think maybe, maybe not. You know, you can tell me. Uh, maybe the listeners can chime in on this too, mm-hmm. as, as well as like well, you know what they think about this list. But um, I, I think I've got a, a, a decent handle on why people may not want to switch over. Um, initially, there's the cost. We've talked about that many times, right? The there's, cost will tend to be higher. It's a it's a more expensive vehicle to begin with. And uh, when you factor in the fuel savings and, uh, you know, all that, there's the cost of ownership that goes mm-hmm. along with these things, you know, with any car, really. And uh, you find that it takes, in some cases, years at pretty expensive fuel prices in order to uh, to recoup that initial cost. And uh, so, you, you, know, you know, it doesn't start to make um, economical sense to, to own one of these things for maybe four, five, six, seven years. Yeah, I, in our podcast on the topic, we found it could even go as high as eight or ten. Oh, or higher than that with some of the uh, some of the big SUVs. Remember, some of them top one hundred thousand dollars in the in the luxury yes. uh, segment. Good point. And uh, and they can go way, way, way above that. So as we'll find out later. Okay, one one thing that I think dovetails nicely into this point is the fact that. Hybrid technology, as we're seeing it now, is a newer technology. And we were talking about this off the air just before we started recording. Mm-hmm. And I know it's my dead horse that I always drag out and beat whenever we talk about hybrid cars, but newer technology will tend to break more often and uh, become more expensive to fix. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, you want it to uh, to be tried and true, right? Yes. You want it to uh, to be proven in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's another thing that, you know, it's actually... I'm going to skip my next one because uh, that you've just hit on my third point. Um, added mechanical and elect, uh, electrical complexity. Um, not only you know for the the backyard mechanic, you know somebody who wants to try to repair these things themselves. There's mm-hmm. additional complexity to this, and, and even potential danger really if there's a you know a high voltage battery pack that's involved. A good point. Um, that's more the case with all electric cars, which um, you know those are pretty much a dealer service only situation mm-hmm. uh but hybrid cars um you know there's going to be that temptation to uh, to get in there and fix some things yourself because there still is the the standard engine yes and uh but it, but it's different it, it's it's you got to resist that temptation because uh <laughs> you know there's there's more to it than just what you than just what you're seeing uh there's a, a greater potential to cause issues absolutely um and uh, here's another one that's just really and i'm kind of getting to the end of this because there's not a whole lot of reasons really yeah but um 
it just seems a little too different to people. It's not the usual. It's not the uh, not the standard. Not the go to. Yeah, it's a personal preference thing. Now we've talked uh, we've talked about this before. My mother and my father owned a hybrid for a while, and uh, the thing that my mom had a hard time getting over was uh, the lack of noise. Yeah, and especially before that gas engine kicks in, she would tell me she wasn't sure if it was. Or with uh, a lot of them have start-stop technology, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's a little bit unusual as well when the engine stops at the at the stoplight. Yeah, a lot of people are very uncomfortable with that. I, I know that I I think I would have a very very hard time adjusting to something like this. Now, I know that that's something that you know a lot of people say like I I don't like change. I don't want it to be different, <laughs> different than usual. But right. honestly, this is this is the main factor I feel in the reason why people aren't buying hybrids, uh, you know, maybe they're, they're buying them, but I'm saying that uh, people may not want to switch over to hybrids. That's their, that's probably the main hurdle that they face is that um, people are saying, like, it's just a little too different for me. I'm not comfortable with this out in traffic. I don't know if I can trust this thing. It's strange and unfamiliar. And and the last thing, now, this isn't really a reason why somebody might not want to, but it's a, it's a point that I want to make. Now, I think I've, I've kind of, maybe that's the end of my list, really. Okay. But, but the one thing that I want to say is that when I hear about a manufacturer, let's say like um, and a high-end manufacturer, now I don't care if like um, you know Kia or uh, you know you know Honda or Toyota or whoever that they put out sure. hybrids, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine for anybody. But if and I'm, and I'm not in the market for any of these, by the way. But okay. um, let's say that Ferrari comes out with one, and they say we've got this fantastic car, and here's all the stats and everything. Mm. Oh, by the way, it's a hybrid, so it's green friendly, it's eco friendly. I kind of uh, my shoulders slump a little bit, and I say, "Oh man, why did they? Why did they do this?" I, yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why I have that reaction, but like you know, Porsche will do the same thing, and I'll think this is a great car, mm-hmm. and we have a hybrid model as well. And I, I'm always a little bit, a little bit let down by it. I don't know why that is, but I think that a lot of people feel the same way, and I don't. I, there's no good reason behind it because the stats on these cars are fantastic mm-hmm. i mean ferrari's not going to put out a car that's you know a, a dog off the line right they're not going to put out a clunker or no. a lemon but, no so but they, maybe it's a maybe it's a specialization thing too because if we think about it especially with ferrari um and other very high-end performance vehicles that w- what they do is they make a rather limited run of a few very specific models that do very specific things. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at the Home Depot you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. 
Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And in Ferrari's case... It's it's speed, which again we don't typically associate with hybrids. Do you hear me setting you up for this? Well, I, yeah. I guess so. I mean, I'm I'm looking at a picture of the the hybrid 599 model from Ferrari. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's a gorgeous car. It's on a racetrack here in this photo. It looks good. It looks fantastic. I mean, I would love to drive this car, but I also just there's that word there, that hybrid word there, and I'm I'm just not comfortable with it. And I think a lot of people feel the same way, even though you know it's clearly not slower than a regular hybrid car. It's a Ferrari, of course. Right. I, um. I guess what we need to do is we need to compare, you know, like models. Like is the uh, is the hybrid version of the uh, the Lexus SUV uh, the same as the 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 Lexus SUV that is the non non hybrid version, you know, the the regular version. That's an excellent idea, Scott. And we we should also include maybe um, when we're doing this comparison, we should include something maybe not so much top speed, which we can include, but acceleration rate, which yeah. is the key here. I think acceleration is the key because I think a lot of people are, are feeling like, um, you know. I've heard a lot about hybrid cars, and I know that they have a. They typically have a smaller ICE, mm-hmm. so you know there's a, there's a chance that it's going to be a little bit underpowered. Right. Um, not taking into account that you know the uh, the electric motor is also going to be you know good for X number of horsepower, whatever that is, yeah. and instant torque, which is great, which is good for acceleration, mm-hmm. by the way, really good. Um, so I think that there's this this weird connection that's not being made in some people's minds that, you know, yeah, you can have an electric motor that, that starts things off and then makes it easier for the ICE to take over once you're at highway speeds. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I've got a few examples here of some pretty fast... I've got... How about this? I've got some some fast hybrid cars that are already out there. Okay. Then I've got some other fast hybrids that are just maybe just a couple of other, other examples so we can, you know, further the point. Right on. And then we've got some upcoming... What they call very fast hybrids. That um, there's just three examples, but um, those really kind of uh, they they really push it to the limit. I mean, they're, right. they're maxing out. Sounds awesome. Let's start with uh, fast and out now. All right, fast and out now. We've got um, let's see the BMW Active Hybrid Three. Now these are kind of high end vehicles. Okay, so they're a little more expensive, but um, you get the point that there still are some fast hybrids out there. Mm-hmm. Um, zero to sixty time is five point two seconds, which is uh, that's not any slouch in the acceleration no. department. Now, there's also the uh, Infinity 
M35HAT, and that's 0 to 62 time, because that's uh, 100 kilometers. Mm-hmm. 0 to 62 miles per hour is 5.5 seconds, so that's, again, also pretty quick. Um, let's see, what's the next one I got here? We've got um, uh, BMW Active Hybrid 7. Which is zero to sixty in five point six seconds. So you can see the trend here. Yeah, man. it's like in the it's below a little six. bit over five, but yeah, under six. Yeah. Well, here's one that's exactly six, and that's the Porsche Cayenne S Hybrid. Now that's a big SUV, mm-hmm. but um, still a Porsche. I mean, six seconds. That's pretty quick. Well, for an hybrid. SUV I mean, too. That's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Now I've got some other fast examples if you want to hear them. They're a little bit slower, but uh, still you get you get the idea. There's a Lexus GS 450h, which is uh, zero to sixty-two in five point nine seconds. Okay. Uh, five point nine seconds for um another act BMW Active Hybrid Five, the Five Series. Mm-hmm. Um, an Audi Q5, which is uh seven point one. So that's getting a little bit slower, but again, great big vehicle. Yeah. Um, now you want to move on to a few really really fast ones because yes. these are the ones that excite me, and I'm going to leave my favorite for the last. Okay. Now, are these the upcoming fast ones? These are upcoming. These are not out uh, currently. I don't believe, although. I'm a little bit, I'm, I'm curious about this Porsche though. There's a Porsche Panamera SE Hybrid. And, uh, I feel like I've seen this one on the road, but we do have a headquarters here in Atlanta. That's just what I was going to say because, you know, I've, I've been thinking about this, Scott. Sometimes, especially in this area, we see some cars that are either rare or I, I swear to you, man, sometimes we see some cars that maybe aren't supposed to be out yet. Typically the exotics. Not so much the, because uh, up in the Detroit area in the uh, the Midwest, you're going to find a lot of the uh, U.S. manufacturers where the the, uh, the headquarters are up in, well, in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And um, down here, you know, we've got a uh, Porsche headquarters, which is right near the airport here in Atlanta. Um, and we see a lot of exotics here. We mm-hmm. see a lot of stuff that, you know, like you said, just, you haven't seen on a dealer lot anywhere, and somehow it turns up here in Atlanta. Right. Um, I feel like I've seen a hybrid Panamera here. Maybe I didn't. I, I, I'm not sure. But um, zero to one hundred and five point five seconds. Now that's a big car. Yeah, that's a that's pretty quick for a car that size. And that's zero to one hundred, not zero to sixty-two. Also, the oh no, I'm sorry, zero to one hundred kilometers. So it is zero oh, okay. to sixty-two. Okay, there we go. Yeah, um, the BMW i8 Spider, which is an incredible looking car, by the way. That one, that's the one that looks a little bit like um, the Audi R8. Mm. You know, the the amazing uh, open top uh, vehicle from from Audi. I'm um, interested. What, what's the number? Uh, zero to 100 kilometers in five seconds. So that's pretty quick. Yeah, that's zero five to 60, flat. Yeah, zero to 62 and five flat. Top speed of two. I'm sorry, 155 miles per hour. Uh, so that's a <laughs> that's a quick car for. For you know, being a hybrid, you you got my hopes up when you said two hundred, oh, one hundred. But the styling on this, amazing. Uh-huh. Um, okay, my favorite. Now, if you haven't looked at the at this, I, I suggest going to YouTube or wherever and taking mm-hmm. a look and listening to this car because this car is pretty incredible. Um, there is a prototype out there somewhere. I know. Uh, this is the Porsche nine eighteen Spider, and uh, this one, this is incredible, Ben. Okay, zero to sixty two in three seconds. Really? Yeah. And a top speed of 202 miles per hour. So this one has a, um, oh my gosh, this one has just, and in pure electric mode, it can go all the way up to 93 miles per hour. So that means that 0 to 62 is achieved in full electric mode. Wow. Which, uh, and and long beyond that, if you're talking about up to 93 miles per hour in pure electric mode. So, um, and it's, by the way, it's a gorgeous looking car. Now that's one of those ones that you know when you when you hear Porsches coming out with a hybrid you're kind of like or at least I am right 
kind of thinking like, why, why would they do that? Because they do what they do normally so well. I wish they would just stick to just building internal combustion powered engines. But Question: Is is this uh, kind of brand dilution to you? Is that what it feels like? I don't know. I don't know why I feel this way. Like I just feel like, why would you add this complexity? Because I mean, I think I just said it is that you know they do what they normally do so well. Like mm-hmm. you know, Porsche builds fantastic cars. I mean, amazing gasoline-powered cars. Mm-hmm. Why Why would they mess with that? Why would they want to add this complexity? Why would they want to add this technology? I know it's just, you know, they need to move forward. They need to adjust to the marketplace or whatever. Right. But uh, we're talking about a car that's going to be real limited production. Mm-hmm. I mean, very, very, very limited. Very, very expensive car. Um, you know, world-beating performance. I mean, it's a, it's a supercar. Three seconds, man. Three seconds. It's a it's an amazing looking vehicle, amazing sounding vehicle. Mm-hmm. I've seen this thing online. I know I have. I've mean, you know, seen a clip somewhere. I'm mean, just going through the notes. I didn't I didn't look up additional info on it, mm-hmm. but um, I, I don't know. It's just the the hybrid tag on this thing sort of bothers me. There's no good reason for it, Ben. It's more of a more of a gut reaction. Do you think? Yeah, maybe. See. uh I, I, I believe that is a fairly common thing, as you've said. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at the Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day savings event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options see homedepot.com slash delivery for details the home depot how doers get more done you're a growing business which means you need every spare hour you can find that's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in slack slack is where work happens with all your people data and information in one ai powered place start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites or build an automation with workflow builder to take routine tasks off your plate no coding required grow your business in slack visit slack.com to get started (sighs) spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
What in it? You know what? That I, I was don't an know. I have, segue. I have, I have just some kind of mental block on this thing. I don't, I, I don't know why. And you know what? I'll tell you, Ben. This is how, this is how crazy I am about this. And, and there's no good reason for it. Cause I, I like the styling of some hybrid cars that are out there. I've seen mm. some that, you know, caught my eye and I think, that looks a good looking car. And then I, I get behind it and I realize there's a hybrid tag on it or a, an H next to the, uh, to the letter designation. Right. And I think kind of like, ah, well, it's not for me. And I don't know why that is. My dad is going to buy a new car, mm-hmm. and he told me what he was interested in. And I actually, at the end of his short list of what he said, I kind of kind of said, I'm glad you didn't jump onto the hybrid bandwagon. The hybrid I, bandwagon. I actually called it that, and I caught myself, <laughs> and I said, man, I don't know why I'm so biased against these things. That is a little antagonistic, it's, man. It is just the – it's it's – just some kind of uh, a problem I have with shifting over from what I call the usual or the normal. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time changing my my you know idea behind this thing. I, I yeah. just I just don't get it. Well, you know the I I don't blame you because again I'm fairly reticent to be an early adopter of this kind of stuff, and this goes back to just just something personal for me. You know I'm not the first guy to buy the newest electronic gadget because my line of reasoning is that in 12 months there will be a better version of something that I paid $500 for and it'll be $300. I completely get that. Now, but I also understand what what you're saying, but in a hybrid situation – you're not completely jumping off, you know, into, into the great unknown here. You know, it's not like you're, now it's not like, um, it's not like a full electric. Yeah. Car. Yeah. Full electric where there's really no infrastructure for that type of thing right now. Mm-hmm. And you literally could be stranded somewhere if, if you had a problem. This is a known technology that they're just pairing with a little bit of uh, a modern flair, I guess. Right. And, uh, and you're really not going to be stuck anywhere because once, you know, if, if something goes wrong, there's another, there's a backup situation in order to help you out and, you know, get you, mm-hmm. get you home or whatever. Or, you know, once the electric power runs out, then you're on, you know, running on full, um, internal combustion yep. engine. Well, there's, there's so many variations of this now. It's tough to give one example, but, um, but we can kind of answer the question in a fairly conclusive way, which is, I, I, I'm glad that you mentioned all electric vehicles because our question is, are hybrid cars slower than regular cars? Again, Scott, you and I don't particularly cotton to the term regular cars, but we do think it works in this situation. And we know that many all electric vehicles have lower top speeds than, than the uh, IC equivalents. But before anybody sends the email, you guys hit backspace because we know Tesla is an exception. Yeah, yeah. There's a few, there's a few exceptions like that. Now, um, some, some fantastic sports cars that there are some fantastic all electric sports cars, which will blow the doors off of, uh, many, many, uh, normal cars, regular cars, I guess. Right. A mid range, you know, non, non high performance cars. Exactly. Exactly. So, I guess we've answered this question. I, I think well, we well, have. Anyways. Well, we we answered the electric thing, but yeah. hybrid hybrid cars, uh, while they're going to be able to accelerate well enough for you to merge in and out of traffic, you're not going to be that person put putting around. Well, what about the what about the additional weight you have to carry as well? Because there's a battery pack. That's true. There's a smaller. Internal combustion engine, typically. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's extra weight for the uh, for the motor because that yeah. stuff weighs an awful lot. 
Um, I just don't, there's a balance there that I don't know. I don't know if they've got it exactly right yet. But if they have the formula yet, yeah. I th- it seems like if you could, if we need to do some, you know, number. Number crunching. Exact number comparison. So mm. that, you know, you take a, a hybrid version of a vehicle and a standard version of a vehicle and you measure them zero to 60 and top speed and, mm-hmm. you know, all of that. You have to weigh all that into consideration. We probably should do that before we make any final conclusion, right? Yeah. So. I, I agree with that. And I, I also think even at the, at this point, Scott, even with the number crunching, one thing that a lot of people forget, uh, is, is the flip side of my earlier statement about n- how I'm kind of a Luddite and I don't want to mess with too much new technology. Uh, the other side of this is that hybrid technology is evolving. We are really in um, a pioneering stage. So the answer, regardless of how many case tests we do, the answer may well change because let's keep in mind that car manufacturers are still perfecting this formula. They're making bigger uh Bigger combinations, you know, they say sometimes you'll you'll hear like hybrids will have a, a smaller gas engine. Mm-hmm. There now there are manufacturers who are taking V6 engines, much more powerful electric motors, and the weight I think is currently one of the big problems, one of the elephants in the room. Mm-hmm. But as we evolve uh more efficient materials then that may also change. Sure, they're compensating for it in other ways, right? Right. Exactly. So, yeah, I think that manufacturers are adjusting for all this. They realize what people want and, and you know, some of the downsides and some of, you know, the stuff that we've listed here. Mm-hmm. I think that they're they're realizing exactly what's going on and why people may have a hesitation like I do. Um, or maybe there's something even deeper than that. I don't know. It sounds like I've got a bigger problem than that <laughs> now that I've talked it out because I haven't really said all of this until just now. Well, uh, you guys... We hope that we've given you uh, a neat little overview of the hybrid car question, how it's evolving. And, and Scott, it sounds like you're working through some stuff. Yeah, you know, I mean, honestly, the answer to this whole thing is right now it's no. I mean, it's... it's, it's right now I, it is I, no. I, hybrid cars are not slower than regular cars. I mean, some cars are faster, some are about the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no, like, there's no definitive, like, th- these cars are a lot slower and that's why I'm not going to get one. I, yeah. I just I guess we've talked it through. It's like therapy, Ben. Oh, well hey, I'm I'm glad I could help. Uh do, do you want to do some listener mail to finish off? Why not? All right. Okay, Scott, I just wanted to let our listeners in on an email exchange you've been having with Cameron. Ah yes, Cameron. I remember this. Yeah, you guys have uh written some stuff back and forth and I thought there were some neat things, so we'll just read his first email. Okay. Uh Hey guys, says Cameron, I listened to the podcast along with some other How Stuff Works podcasts. Thank you, Cameron. Top Fuel Dragsters was definitely my favorite. Another I found interesting was one on engine swaps. I now regularly check engineswapdepot.com. Uh, and he's got a list of some of his favorite swaps. Yeah, some incredible ones, by the way. Yeah, uh, Duramax diesels into a Chevy Chevelle and 82 Buick Regal, for example. A Honda Element converted to rear wheel drive. Rear wheel drive. Did you hear me? I went rural yeah. drawer. Yeah, you got it. Then. <laughs> uh, with a 500 horsepower 132 v, or J32 V6 built for drifting. Very nice. Uh, supercharged big block and a rear wheel drive Integra. That sounds like a lot of fun to me. Yeah, and you can check it out on YouTube too. Um, 
he he mentions something that's tangentially related to hybrids in this first email. He says, okay. you also refer to large mining trucks and trains as hybrids. I personally don't see them as being hybrids as their diesel engines do not provide any drive power. They simply generate electricity to power the drive motor, making it just a power generator. In hybrid passenger cars, both the combustion engine and the electric motors can provide power either drive power either individually or in parallel. Ah, and this is where I chimed in about the series hybrids, right? In uh, in these giant locomotives and not only why that works in that case, but why that's such an efficient method of travel. And we've talked about trains I know in the past um, mm-hmm. and on our podcast. Um, but trains are honestly they they become very very efficient haulers of goods um, across long distances because of the rolling resistance. Right, uh, how little there is. Now, these things weigh millions and millions and millions of pounds, literally. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the thing is, though, they don't have soft rubber tires on various different surfaces like concrete or asphalt or, or gravel, or gravel even. even. Yeah, um, These are metal tires, steel wheels on steel tracks. Mm-hmm. And the contact patch is extremely small. Um, and it's really, really simple to keep them rolling once they're rolling. In fact, that's why it's so difficult to stop a train a lot of times. Is because there's, and it's not like you're applying brakes, you know, great big brakes to a vehicle that already has a lot of rolling resistance. Right. This one has very little rolling resistance. Um, and uh, it's, it's, there's, there's a lot going on with trains and cargo hauling. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I had a long exchange back and forth uh, with him about the, with Cameron about, about this, and uh, it was a good, good conversation. It was, and uh, Cameron also mentions that he is studying to be an engineer. So we want to wish you luck, Cameron. Uh, an engineer is an amazing thing to be, and I think it's one of the um, one of the world changing occupations. Yeah, it's a great profession. So uh, stick with it. Mm-hmm. Who knows, Cameron? Maybe you will be the person who uh, designs the next phase of hybrids, right? Yeah, maybe something that I'll want. And then we'll be able to say that we, we knew you earlier. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. So uh, we're going to go ahead and get out. We, we'd like to know um, where you fall on this question. Scott, the question I want to leave our listeners with is, uh, what do you guys think about high-end uh, vehicle makers creating hybrid versions or going off of their usual reservation as yeah. far as this stuff goes. And I'm, and I'm sorry that I'm so biased against this type of thing. And I would love to have any one of the cars that we had mentioned, you know, the high-end vehicles that, mm-hmm. you know, even even the, uh, the the fast currently out there BMWs and things like that, those would be great to drive. Yeah. But I just can't get over the idea that I would be paying extra money for a hybrid and potentially leaving myself open to added mechanical issues sure that's that's i think the main hurdle for me okay that you know i think that's that's valid that's not a crazy i, I hope that's fair and i am just being very honest with everybody mm. in that you know I, I i have a uh, a mental block that i can't get past on this uh so we're gonna go ahead and move on uh we're gonna mosey out of our studio here and in the meantime if you'd like to talk to us and let us know what you think about hybrids uh, or have a suggestion for an upcoming topic, hit us up on Facebook. You can befriend us on Twitter. Oh, wait. You can befriend us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Sounds good. Finger on the pulse, my friend, of social media. You can also just cut past all of that and send us an email directly at carstuffatdiscovery.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. 
Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. So should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly. How much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.